to the Friendship Paradox, a podcast about friendship, personalities, and everything in between. I'm Brianna. I'm an extrovert, an Enneagram 2, and an ESFJ, all of which impact my work life in a variety of ways. And I'm Stephanie. I'm an introvert, an Enneagram 9, and an INFJ, and work-life balance is my superpower. This season, we're talking all about work. We'll get into the nitty-gritty of work meetings, working from home, and that elusive work-life balance. Let's commute into this season together and get to work. Hey, Steph. Hi, Bree. What's going on? Life. Life. <laughs> Let's talk about life. No, first, welcome to season two. Episode two. Honey, we're not in season two. (laughs) I should leave this in. Oh my God. (laughs) It is 10 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning, and you would think I'd be more awake than I am, but here we are. Yeah. I think it's because I'm only 25% of the way through my coffee. Welcome to season four. Yes. Episode two. There you go. We're talking all about work, and today's topic is working from home. The best. The best. This is the domain that Stephanie and I, I would say, have mastered. Yes, absolutely. And this is a really surprising topic, I think, for my perspective, for a lot of people, because you wouldn't think an extrovert would willingly choose to work from home. But here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to dive into this. I think we have some interesting perspectives to offer. Yes, and like I think some people might be surprised by some of the things I struggle with as an introvert working from home, so I'm excited to go into that. Me too, but before, do you have a life update for me? Sure! My life update is that game nights are back. Oh, We put our game nights on hold during the football season and then we bring them back afterwards So every other Saturday night, I go to my mom's house and we play games and my brother and my two nephews come and it's really fun, especially my younger nephew is just so funny and so cute and at one point yesterday, because we started them yesterday, my mom was sitting next to my older nephew so she was like okay me and Jovi are gonna be partners and like my older my younger nephew is sitting next to my brother my brother's like okay me and Dominic are gonna be partners and I was like I don't have any partners and Dominic was like you're my partner and it was just (laughs) so cute and he was he's just such a cutie pie I think it's funny that he ditched grandma for his aunt yeah listen (laughs) I am the cool aunt for him right now till he becomes a teenager like my older nephew is and becomes too cool for me. But he still thinks I'm pretty cool. Right he's now. at such a fun age, too. Oh, my God. He is. And he's like reading a lot. And he's just we can play so many more games with him now because he gets it and he can read stuff and It's going to be fun. A fun little game night. So yeah, I'm so excited to have them back. 
That's so nice. Yeah. What is going on with you, my friend? I am pleased to announce with the world that I have officially graduated physical therapy. I graduated physical therapy 156 days after breaking my ankle. Wow. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a road. Yeah. Like that's quite the journey. That's like almost half a year, honestly. Yeah. No, it's been five months. Yeah. So, wow. I know. Time is time is a weird construct but I went to a a beer festival it's Tampa Bay Beer Week now when we're recording so this is gonna be like a month later like (laughs) in the past when you all are listening to this but I went with a group of friends and one of them hadn't seen me so the so the friend so my friend Christine her boyfriend hadn't seen me since before breaking my ankle and he came to the beer fest and he looked at me he was like you're walking you're not in a boot and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like done. He was like, that felt fast. And I said, well, maybe from your perspective. That <laughs> yeah, I graduated physical therapy. I have 90% of my mobility. Wow. Yeah. Great. The other 10% is going to take just like an extraordinarily long time to get back. But I will continue rehabbing myself on my own. And I'm just very happy because I feel like I have my normal life back. I was able to walk around Disney for a day. Yeah, and probably not like be in extreme pain afterwards. Yeah, just like sore. Yeah. But like whose feet aren't sore after walking six to ten miles in a day? Listen, I went to a bookstore on Friday and walked around for two hours in the bookstore and my feet were tired. No shame. It really is exhausting. It is. All right. So let's talk about working from home. You and I are both remote employees. Yes. And so we'll get into how we became remote employees, how long we've been working from home, and and some of our thoughts and feelings on it. So, Stephanie, when did you start working from home? Well, like millions of other people it was when the pandemic hit before the pandemic we were allowed to work from home one day a week but we did not have like a robust work from home program we didn't even have like our own like laptops to bring home it was everything was done on your own personal computer so but when the pandemic hit they were like all right We're going to need you to work from home next week. And we'll probably be back in the office within, you know, you know, a week or maybe even two weeks. Obviously, that did not happen. (laughs) Nope. And sometime over the summer, they announced that we were going to just be fully remote for the end of time. (laughs) The end of time, it was just everyone was thriving we were all happy. None of us wanted to come back into the office. And we became a full-time remote workforce. I what was about in, you? I, I was in a hybrid work schedule pre-pandemic. When I The job that I took in July 2019, it was a hybrid schedule. So three days in office, two days remote. 
And going from full-time in office to hybrid was like, oh my God, like I have so much better work-life balance. So I really, really liked it. Then like you, became full-time remote starting in 2020. And now I am a truly remote employee. I don't have the option for hybrid because I don't live close to an office. I'm a two and a half hour plane ride to the nearest (laughs) office for my, my current employer. So now I'm fully remote with no option as well. So we've both been working from home for like three years, which is crazy. That's crazy. So when you went remote initially, so it's 20, so it's March 2020 and you're now fully remote. How did you feel initially? Like what, like, did you have any struggles or did you like discover something new about yourself? Like, and how do you feel about it now? Like, did, did like your feelings about it like sort of transform? Yes, definitely. So initially I was stoked. I was so excited because I've always wanted to try working like either a, like a hybrid like like you did, go in the office a few days a week, be at home a few days a week or fully remote. Like I always wanted to try cuz I always feel like felt like I would thrive working from home because I just love being cozy at home. So initially I was just so excited and I didn't really have any struggles. I was happy. Nobody was going anywhere. We were all stuck at home. So I didn't have like any FOMO or any of that. I got to just hang out with my cats all day. I got to wear comfy clothes. I got to just like do stuff at home. So like I thrived in the beginning. And then once it was like, this is your life forever unless you get a new job. That's when the struggle started happening. And it was really probably 2022. Once like we were really like back, like society was basically back to normal Mm -hmm. in most respects. People were traveling again. People were going out to restaurants and places without masks. Like we had the vaccines and the boosters and like, very little like transmission rates and people weren't dying. I mean, I guess people are still dying every day, but not like by the thousands that they were. So then it was just like, okay, this is my life and I need to like figure it out. And I went through large bouts of loneliness of just some days or some weeks. I wouldn't see a human unless it was through a computer screen from like Sunday through Saturday. Like I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't like see people. I wouldn't have plans like all of this. And I was very lonely. And for a while I couldn't figure it out because I was like, isn't this what I love? Just being by myself. But no, all humans need to be around other humans. So that's what I was saying when I was like, people might be surprised, but like, Now I have to set up my life where like my weekends are like busy and I'm doing a lot of things where before my weekends were kind of like relaxy time. And if I had like one plan, that's all I needed. But now because I go through still, there are some weeks where I'll go a couple of days where I won't see anybody. I need to make sure I build really busy weekends so then my weekdays are more like recharging for me because my work 
because I'm not seeing anybody and I can just kind of like focus on my work and get that done, but like not worry about seeing other people. And I try to build in like one day a week where I go out and I see somebody (laughs) because like I need that like break from like just being alone in my apartment with my cats all day. So that was like my big struggle. But now that I've identified this and I'm able to like build in what I need, that's helped me like just enjoy working from home again. And then another struggle I'll just say really quickly is just routine. (laughs) Figuring out a morning routine where I'm not just like rolling out of bed and like getting right on into work has been like a struggle that I'm slowly figuring out. But routine is really key, especially that morning routine, because you really can sometimes just like start working early and then like forget to like eat breakfast or take a shower. And then um, just like figuring out your routine when you're working from home, because you're not like in an office where you're just like at your desk from nine to five. You can like build in like breaks and stuff like that. So that's been another struggle for me. So that was a lot from me. Tell me about <laughs> how it was for you. How did you start? What are the struggles? Tell me everything. Our experiences are kind of flip-flopped. Ooh, interesting. So the loneliness that you felt later on down the line, that I struggled with initially because I was getting no social stimulation. Yeah. And as an extrovert, I struggled hard with that. I was talking to friends on the phone for hours at a time to try and get that stimulation. And it I struggled with it. I did not do well initially. And then over time, I figured out a structure and routine that made it possible for me to thrive. And now I don't know that I could ever go back to an office full-time because of it. What you mentioned about routine, you'll hear me say that a lot. I developed one quickly to try and escape the initial loneliness I felt, and it involved getting outside. I was riding my bike every day, either before work or as my lunch break, just to have a change of scenery. And also vitamin D is important for like bodily functions. Yeah, (laughs) We're like meant to spend some time outside. And one thing I hadn't realized was with commuting, I was getting outside. I was getting a change of scenery. I was listening to audiobooks a lot. And that was something that suddenly stopped when I wasn't commuting anymore. And I had to learn to reincorporate that. And then... I discovered how to get social stimulation outside of like my workplace setting. Since so much of it used to come from work, I had to find out how to get it from other sources. But club really helped. And even during the pandemic, we found ways to meet outside. That helped a lot too. Yeah. And then I joined a kickball league. That helped. (laughs) But now I I feel like I have way better work-life balance working from home because I We'll talk about this in a second, like what our setups are like. I keep my work stuff in one particular room of the house so I can almost like leave it at leave work at the door, so to speak, and still get to enjoy the rest of my life. So it's it's good now. For sure. Yeah, I think extroverts really struggled in the beginning with yeah. the pandemic and just like, wait, I can't go see friends every time 
I'm lonely. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure a lot of extroverts can relate to that feeling and like just trying to build in that structure so you can deal with, wait, all those emotions you're feeling. Yeah. All right. So we both met when working full time in an office. Yeah. And it almost feels like ancient history to talk about what it's like working in a professional work setting. But I'd love to get your take on what an office setting is like for an introvert, like the etiquette or like the noise and distraction and your productivity levels. What was that like for you? Well, for me as an introvert, an office setting was not great. I'm also a highly sensitive person. So just like all of the stimuli at in a work in an office like the harsh lights all of the conversations happening just the, the coldness of an office offices are always so cold and like now I'm I'm just I have like a memory now of like Brie walking around our office with a blanket on <laughs> my minion blanket your minion blanket I also had the leopard print blanket yes. in the office for a time too yeah, like you had to carry like you had to keep blankets and jackets and like slippers yeah. when you wanted to take your shoes off. I remember at my previous office, we all had like space heaters. Retrospect, is- very dangerous with all the equipment. Do you want to know how many times I was like, did I turn my space heater off <laughs> when I left? Like so many times. I think at one point I started like unplugging it. And putting it on top of my desk so I knew, like, I had unplugged it and it was no longer, like, in my, like, it was just very scary for me. I'm not good at stuff like that. Yeah, so just, like, all of that makes it hard for me as an introvert. There's just, I feel like I would come home and just, like, be so excited to be in a quiet environment that's why I don't understand I I feel for like introverts who have to a work in an office still and b come home to people children partners friends like people who are there and like they've got to like engage with them when they're like dead from like being in the office all day I like just like going home and there was nothing but my cats so, yeah, I did not love working in an office. Other things I hated as an introvert were, like, the weird conversations you would have to make if you, like, met a coworker in the bathroom or you were walking, you were in the elevator together or you're walking into the office together. Hated those, like, conversations you'd have to make because I never knew what to talk about. Construction. Oh, my gosh. Our office, it felt like people were doing construction all the time and it was so distracting and you would try to put in your headphones but like sometimes it didn't even drown that out having to wear real clothes be presentable wear makeup do your hair wow I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that except if I'm like gonna be on a meeting and then even then I can just like make sure my hair is brushed and I'm wearing like a nice top I don't need to really like like nobody really gets even in my company, we're very, I guess, like business casual. Yeah, we're very like casual there. So like 
the times I like show up with like makeup and like lipstick on and my hair done people are like wow you look great and I'm just like yeah I actually tried with my appearance today but like we don't have to be like that anymore so yeah I am much more suited to work from home life it just makes me feel more comfortable I think my mental health has just it's helped my mental health in amazing ways so I'm glad not to be in an office setting. Don't think I could ever go back to one. That was going to be my follow-up question. Do you think <laughs> you could ever go back to an office setting, either full-time or part-time? I don't think so. I'd be tempted by like a hybrid schedule, but like one to two days a week. And for me, I do not want to work for a company that requires in office days like you have to be in the office twice a week because for me that says something about their company culture (laughs) that they like aren't flexible with something like hey I just do better working from home or I need to be home because of xyz a company that's just like at this point in our society when we all worked from home for like two years at least A company that doesn't understand that like people do better working from home is just like not a company I want to work for. So I'm very glad that my company said we're going to stay remote because that really felt like I could like take a breath, a breath, a breath, breath. (laughs) a real breath and just enjoy work. So yeah. What about you, my little extrovert in an office? What was it like working in an office and would you go back to an office? I've found the office setting to be very energizing because of all the people and the conversations and certain questions could just be a turnaround and ask another person versus having to send off an email or a Slack message. And I like that and I do miss that to an extent. I won't lie. Or like, Um, A really great example that reminds me of like the good parts about working in an office where I was just in my office. I had to go up for an in-person meeting with a client and I spent an extra day in the office just to get that. And it's very collaborative. And there is, there is, for as much as I love working from home, I do see the benefit of being together sometimes. So all that said, if I didn't live so far from one of my offices I would do the hybrid thing they did mandate if you're within x number of hours of commuting distance from an office you have to be in they just increased it to three days a week but they do offer flexibility if you need to be home one of those days great that's fine just clear it with your manager it's very flexible in that way or if you need to change to be considered fully remote because of your life circumstances they've granted that Well, that's good. Yeah. So they want people together because of all the benefits of it, but they are very understanding of the human condition. So I feel very grateful. And in this case, it doesn't apply to me because I'm so far away, but I do understand the benefits. On that note, for an extrovert, it's really easy to get distracted at work because there's so many people. I have this special ability to tune out 
noise around me where you could try talking to me and I don't register that you're speaking to me. But I would venture to say that is not how everyone functions. And I've, I remember those memes like where people would have to put up signs or like post-it notes like, don't talk to me. I won't get my work done otherwise. That could be me some days. Like absolutely could be me some days. I've been up to my current office twice now each for two days at a time. And one of the two days, I get almost no work done. It's just so stimulating. Yeah, It's really hard to focus and get work done. Whereas because I work from home now, I feel like I literally plow through work. My productivity levels have skyrocketed. Yeah, that's like, because we have a office still. They like got rid of our regular office that held like a hundred plus people and now we have more a smaller office where you can like bring your laptop plug in and work and I've gone into the office a few times and every single time I get nothing done because you're just talking to people and you're collaborating on other things and you're talking about like big picture things that you like but you're not getting like your work done but like you're getting other stuff done But it's just like I leave there and I feel like, did I do anything today? (laughs) Because like when you're just like talking, you're like talking to people in person. And that's just so special, especially like in the beginning when I would go in there and it would be like people I haven't seen in two years. And you're hugging them and being like, oh, my God, how have you been? What has life been like? You we made it through this crazy thing. Like, how are you feeling? Stuff like that. But yeah, I just feel like I yeah same I just get so much more done from home and I can really focus and I don't have to worry about other stimulus just like creating distractions okay so I feel you on that so let's transition and I think this makes sense logically to transition to this topic which is so in an office you have a cubicle or like a designated desk area open concept floor plans really not my thing lack of privacy for sure hate them my i feel like over the course of my career i went from having like a big very private cubicle to being in like a literal shared desk where it's like desktop 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 like all in a row no privacy no personal items nothing working from home i got to curate my setup and you have spent a lot of time curating your setup so let's talk about our work from home setups so where is yours located in your house and what does your whole setup look like okay i think it would be fun to like show our work setups on instagram too and we post this video so we'll make sure to do that so you can see but my i do not have a separate office i live in a one-bedroom apartment and halfway well yeah halfway through the pandemic i moved to a bigger apartment because i was living in a tiny shoebox basically a studio where my i had a tiny desk like shoved into the corner of my bedroom so like i could always see my desk when i was sleeping which wasn't great for my mental health so i moved into a bigger one bigger apartment where i could have like a like an area off my living room 
as my office. So it's tucked into a little part of my living room. It's right in front of a window. So I get to like have good lighting for my video calls and then just like enjoy like the sunshine. And then in the summer, I love it because then I can see when all the thunderstorms roll in and it's fun. I, I have actually gone through three different desks in my time working from home as I started with like just a standard like $50 desk from Walmart because like before I was working from my kitchen island because I didn't have a desk Mm -hmm. I wasn't working from home so I didn't need one and then I was like okay we're gonna be here for a while I need like an actual desk and like an actual desk chair because I was working from like a bar stool and yeah. my butt was hurting. Mm-hmm. So I got like a desk and then I bought a bigger desk when I moved to my new apartment. It was like an L-shaped desk so I can have like more room. I could fit multiple monitors, stuff like that. And then I decided I wanted to sit stand desk so I could like stand throughout the day. So now I have I have two big monitors and then my work laptop and the laptop plugs to the monitors. I usually just use the monitors. So I have like three screens, but my laptop is kind of small. So I don't really use that much. And then that's usually where I work from. It's very rare for me to like unplug my laptop and then like sit on my couch and work from my laptop just because I've gotten used to having multiple screens and I just enjoy having that so I just like always work from my desk if I can I have a very comfy chair I feel like it's I got it from Amazon and I was very I was searching for something that was like had a large back and it was just like really really comfy it is so comfy that Eloise my cat thinks it is also her chair that she gets to sit in I'm gonna course correct you there it is Eloise's throne that is true. It is hers. She deigns to let me sit there Monday through Friday. And sometimes I do have to sit with one butt cheek off the chair so she can also sit with me. She has you wrapped around her little paw. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's just her world and I just get to live in it. Yeah. So then I have like little other things. I have like a little cart that I got for Christmas to have like an extra space because my um my desk doesn't have a lot of workspace on it. Let me think what else. I have a little plant that's fake because my cats will eat it. I have a little knickknacks and stuff as you do. But that's basically what my workspace looks like. And my goal this year is to move to a two-bedroom apartment so I can have a separate office. Like that is the dream for me. So yeah, so that's my work from home setup. You do have my dream work from home setup because you do have an office. So tell me about it. I've never seen it. I've never been in it. I don't know what it looks like. I'm not looking at it right now as we record or anything. Yeah. So we record in my home office. I live in a three bedroom house and I took the third bedroom and I called it the lady den you need a a sign that says that. I do. Because Sean really owns the garage. Like that garage is decorated like top to bottom with his stuff is the best way I can describe it. So I claimed the third bedroom because when we bought the house, I was doing enough working from home that I wanted to have a space for it. So my third bedroom has... I've been through two desks. I had my cheap 
from Ikea black teeny tiny desk that I've had since I moved into my own place like post-college that was the desk I bought to just like have yeah in my house yeah and that thing traveled with me home to home (laughs) until its final landing place here just a couple months ago Sean surprised me by upgrading me to a sit-stand desk that's Sean and then I promptly broke my ankle and couldn't use it for months on end (laughs) Especially like the stand portion, you're like, yay. (laughs) Yeah, I still can't use it for too long at a time, but I love having it because sitting all day is bad for us, they say. And frankly, it is true, and I know it. There's a whole disease about it, but I digress. Three days into the pandemic, it took me to get an ergonomic desk chair. (laughs) You were like, oh, no, this isn't going to work. Yeah, I just had like a regular chair and three, three work days. I texted Sean and I said I'm ordering a chair from Office Depot for curbside pickup when you come home you are to do nothing else but build it for me I was in just a bad place (laughs) but the the chair has lasted I've had it about three years it was a very worthwhile purchase I have a dual monitor set up. I got used to having two screens because uh, pretty much that's like the standard in an office. I think so. Like yeah, now. We ha- I think we even had it at Socius. We had yeah, dual- we did. Yeah. So I started my career using two screens and now I literally can't function unless I have two screens. Even for travel, I bought an external monitor so I could have my laptop and a second screen. Wait, how do- so how does that work? Like it, I, It's like a a plug that I can connect via like a USB to my laptop. So it's like an external second screen. So, so it's like, like a portable, it? it's like a portable monitor. Oh, I need to see this setup. I'm oh, so yeah. interested. When we're done recording, that's... I'll show you and <laughs> yeah. we'll, I'll stick it in the show notes too. It was 120 bucks on Amazon. Nice. Something like that. It's probably more now because supply demand and things like that. But yeah, I got it for travel and it is the best. In a separate office, I have a futon in here, which is really Tessie's extra large bed. I'm surrounded by knickknacks, photos, naughty art. <laughs> is the best way I can describe it. I just fell in love with this woman who like makes art on the back of book covers. And they say funny things. There's some Florida Gator stuff in here. Some. Hey. A lot. A lot. A lot of Florida Gator stuff. She's My. a very proud alumni. Alumna. Alumna. I have no idea. I don't know. Who I... let me graduate college? I don't even know that. I have my diploma up on the wall. Right, that very expensive piece of paper. <laughs> Let's see what else. And the most important thing here are the two big dog beds by the window so that those two little lumps of love can sleep as you work. Yes, they are the best co-workers. sleep as we record, which they are doing right now. Like, it's so cute. They are doing the snoozle. All right. So last question. What are your favorite things about working from home? Okay, favorite things. I have a little list. I love being able to control my environment. So how warm or cold I keep it. I love 
being able to be around my kitties all day. They just sleep, but sometimes they will jump up on the my desk to get pets. And they will especially do that when I'm on a meeting. And then they show their butt to the camera and I have to be like, oh, I'm so sorry that my girls are a little naughty sometimes. One of the things I really love, especially about my company, is that it's very flexible. You do not have to be on Slack or like answering emails. Like if you need to take a long lunch break, you need to like just be away from your computer for any reason, you can. Like I know for me, I don't require my employees to be like answering my Slacks immediately. Like so one of the things I got into saying all that was taking like a little 45 minute siesta almost every day. It is my favorite thing. I look forward to it every day. And it just like really just gives me that extra boost I need. So I love being able to do that. I did do that when I was in the office. I actually kept a really big pillow in my car and I would lay down in the back seat and take a nap. So that has continued, except a little more comfortable. I love being able to like make my own food at home. Like I don't have to like worry about like bringing something that I could like heat up easily or eat easily at work. If I want to like make some like a make a full meal, I can. And that's really fun. I like be able to like run errands during the day and make doctor's appointments during the day. Like just like being able to have that flexibility with my schedule. And of course, not having a commute is amazing. <laughs> I'm just very happy not to have to drive to work every day. <laughs> so what about you? What are your favorite things? Really similar list. I like that I can handle my dog care when I need to. Dog walks. Yeah. Giving them treats. And honestly, even vet appointments. Like if I'm able to snag the 8 a.m. to be able to take the dog and be home before like, you know, the quote unquote start of the work day, that is ideal. And that's something I couldn't do when I was commuting into an office. Vet stuff would either require me to take time off of work or it would require me to beg Sean to do it. So it's nice that I can just take care of that. It's also a lot easier for me to schedule out after work activities because I yeah. don't have to build in the commute time into whatever activity I'm doing. Like in a few weeks, I have a comedy show at 6.30 p.m. I don't have to figure out a time to leave the office, to go home, to walk the dogs, to then go back out to where the show is. I can just immediately walk the dogs when I log off for the day and then head to my destination. So it makes those things easier. I also love the ability to do my chores, like my laundry. It is so easy to just throw a load in in between meetings. Yeah. I love that. That's really increased like my mental health and like the work-life balance because I don't have to set time aside during my quote-unquote me time to take care of that stuff. I can do it during my work day. Listen, and I remember how much you used to grumble about doing your laundry like oh on a Monday night. I hated it. <laughs> I did. And now I get to take care of it during the day. So it's just, it's just nice. Yeah. The commute and cost savings associated with the lack of commute. It's game changing. My commute was an hour each way. You know what I mean? Like not driving. 
if there were no traffic, 25 minutes door to door. But because there is traffic, it's 40 minutes. Plus, if you work in like a downtown, you don't necessarily park at the building where you work. You park in like a garage or a lot with a monthly pass. And then you have to pay for that monthly pass. It's not covered by your employer. And then you have to walk. And that's time in your commute too. So all of that with my last job, it was an hour each way. That's two extra hours I have in my day now. Yeah. That's and time you can't buy that Mm-mm. truly, and then this last one is the ability to be less of a type two access service person. Ooh, tell me more. In an office setting, because <laughs> I really feel like I'm tuning my own horn a little too hard, but I classify myself as an overachiever. I tend to do. I tend to go the extra mile a lot and fortunately or unfortunately that is recognized often and if you're in an office setting someone be like hey Brie can you help me with this and that would happen a lot and I'd end up doing a lot of extra work and not necessarily have time to do my own I can't say no (laughs) it's a fatal flaw I really struggle with the word no especially in a work setting So the ability to be able to almost like be in my own bubble at home where no one can like pull me away from my work on the fly is really helpful for me and my personality. So, Well, I don't know about all of you, but that was enlightening. I did not know that you do not know how to say the word no. (laughs) Judge away. That's kidding. I'm glad you're able to help your little helper self in that way so do you have a tip of the day about working from home for all of our friends yes and my tip is that if your work gives you the flexibility to plan your day the way you want take advantage of it take an afternoon nap go for a run in the middle of the day if you don't live in Florida. If you do live in Florida, I am so sorry that you are a runner in Florida. (laughs) Take an afternoon shower. Take long lunches to go meet up with a friend or run errands. Like just enjoy the flexibility that you get with your job because that is the advantage of having a remote position is being able to do the things that you can't do when you are commuting and working in an office all day. That's excellent. Good advice. Thank you. What is your tip? My tip, I think, is applicable to those who work in an office or hybrid or from home. Wow. Way to be an overachiever, Brianna. Yep. (laughs) And that advice is... Routine, routine, routine. Oh gosh, tell me more. I need this. It is no secret from the study of psychology that humans, no matter how lackadaisical or type B they may be, will thrive on structure. It is plain and simple. There's a lot of science that backs it. And I promise you'll notice a difference. If you routinize your day, like you wake up at the same time every day and you do the same things in the same order, like wake up, use the restroom, take your dog for a walk, go to the gym, take a shower, cook your breakfast, like 
pick out your outfit and you do it in that same order every day. And even like certain types of work tasks, scheduling those out either for a particular time of day or a particular day of the week can be really helpful for helping you to feel productive and it makes your days go by faster. I don't know. It just, it was like a night and day difference for me, especially once I moved into a hybrid and then a fully remote setting to be able to structure and routinize. And it just, it made the difference. So just do it. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. (laughs) You can do it. I believe in you. Thank you. Okay, so the next question I have for you is, what are you currently obsessed with? Okay, I have an obsession with a book that is going to be right up your alley, Miss Bree. Ooh, tell me more. I've already kind of told you about it, but I'm going to tell you again. I just read the book Codename Helene by Ariel Lahan, and it is a World War II, I almost said World War II historical fiction, like duh, it's going to be historical. But it is a historical fiction novel that takes place during World War II, and it is about a real woman who became a spy for the French Resistance, and she basically ended up leading a bunch of men and like taking care of things like really she was so badass and I can't believe she did the things she did and like just commanded such respect as a woman during this time and it like really brings you into a part of the World War II that you don't really get to see much about so that was really really cool and I think you would love it and anyone who loves World War II novels definitely give this one a read so yeah that's what i'm obsessed with you know that's right up my i know it's on my to be read list i'm very excited yes what about you what are you obsessed with something way less mentally stimulating (laughs) (laughs) i got myself new sneakers and I'm totally obsessed with them (laughs) they're brooks i love brooks because they have a wider foot box which is good for people with wide feet like myself. And they are the Adrenaline GTS 22s. So 2022 model of the Adrenaline GTSs. I get this model specifically because I overpronate. So I need additional support and these are very supportive. But I treated myself and I got a limited edition color. Ooh, It's called Black Ebony Citrus. But what it really is, is black on black. But the logo is leopard print with pink accents (laughs) and the sole like the bottom tracks are camo oh you cool yeah now that i'm walking like a normal person i took a look at the bottom at the at the bottoms of my old sneakers they were worn down badly and unevenly because I was only using one foot for so long oh yeah <laughs> so I trained myself to new sneakers I no longer shins plans it feels really nice so I'm just like currently obsessed with them I like I just love these shoes I like shoes a lot <laughs> I think that is like such a fun thing to treat yourself after you finish physical I don't know if it's after you finish the physical therapy but I think that is like a fun thing to treat yourself with because a you probably should be wearing good sneakers right now like just to like give your feet that extra support they need and what a fun thing to treat yourself to so good job I 
agree. Love it. Speaking of marking the end of finishing things, we finished this episode. We did it. We did it. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Steph and I on the Friendship Paradox. If you're enjoying our content, please rate and review this podcast and also subscribe so that way you can be the first to receive each episode as they drop. The other best thing to do would be to tell your friends about this podcast so that way they can listen to us and become our virtual friends too. If you want more from us, you can follow us at The Friendship Paradox on Instagram. That's a nice visual medium so you can put faces to our voices. And make sure you tune in next week for more from me and Steph. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I'm Bree. I'm Stephanie. Thank you for tuning into the Friendship Paradox. Bye bye.